Welcome to the Creating Unshakable Self-Confidence Podcast, a place for creating the self-confidence you always wished you had and secretly you're trying to get. If you want to get off the struggle bus of trying to hate yourself thin and beating yourself up to get it together already, then you're in the right place. I'm your host, Sherry Brazier. I'm a mother to four boys, a wife, a self-proclaimed professional dieter, and I'm also a certified life coach. Did you know that you can be confident and not have it all together? Stick with me. I'll show you how. Hello, friends. How's it going today? I hope you guys are having a good day. It's been such good weather here this week, and it's going to be even better um, weather next week. And I'm so excited to see the sun and warm. It is awesome. I love summer. It's my favorite time of year. I love going to the mountains and smelling the pine trees and watching the kids play in the lake. And I'm just so excited to have all the fun of summertime. And I we have so many activities scheduled this summer and I'm just super excited. We're gonna have all the fun this summer. I'm so excited. Let's get into today's episode, the ability to trust yourself. So I have a question. Do you trust yourself? Do you trust yourself like you trust your best girlfriend or your husband or your mom? I looked up the definition of trust because the wording for definitions is always so perfect, right? So trust means the firm belief in the character, strength, or truth of someone or something, or a person or thing in which confidence is placed. Confident hope. The firm belief in the character, strength, or truth of someone. So I want you to think about a person that fits this description. And maybe you already have one in your mind. When I said the definition, maybe somebody popped in your mind. What are the attributes that you see in this person that gives you such a firm belief in them? Does this person know how you feel about them? Do they know that you have a firm belief in them and in their character? Do they think and feel the same way about themselves as you do about them? The way that you feel about this person is created from the thoughts that you have about them. We choose our thoughts about people based on the beliefs that we have of the world and the beliefs we have around us. Then we have expectations for ourselves and for others based on the beliefs that we have of the world. And this isn't necessarily a bad thing, but the problem lies in the sneaky way that our brains like to use expectations. And these expectations play a huge role in whether or not that we trust ourselves. So here's some examples of some expectations that you might have. We have an expectation of our children and how we want them to behave and what's acceptable in our homes, what we want to teach them and have them learn, how they show up in school and the grades that they get, and how we treat others in the world. Maybe we have an expectation for ourselves to not put harmful substances in our bodies 
or put ourselves in what we would consider dangerous situations, or maybe to not use certain language or have a certain level of manners and maybe how we want to treat people. These are all expectations that we have for ourselves and for others. That's all good. And every human on earth has their own set of these expectations, right? But we also have a manual for ourselves and for others. And in the manual, number 101, it says that you should be at a certain number on the scale by now. And if you aren't at that weight, then you're a failure and everyone is disappointed in you. That's what it says in your manual, right? A manual and an expectation are actually the same thing. But we bristle at the term manual because we all know we can't control other people and we don't want to ever be seen as trying to control things. But we're okay with having an expectation because it sounds better, right? But check this out. The definition for manual is a book of instructions, a handbook, an expectation, a strong belief that something will happen or be the case in the future, a belief that someone will or should achieve something. So the manual describes the container in which things are written or held in. Expectations are the things inside that container. Does that blow your mind? That totally blew my mind. What's in your manual? This is such a helpful exercise to do, you guys. So let's take some examples and let's use weight loss for our first example. Lots of my clients and lots of you listening have either been in one of my groups or you've been in other groups of weight loss groups like Beachbody or, you know, whatever. And you're trying to finally get weight off. Your weight loss is on your to-do list and you're trying to cross it off your to-do list, right? So what is your expectation for weight loss? Do you need to be at a certain weight? Do you have a timeline to achieve that weight? Then I want you to ask yourself these two questions. Is the expectation realistic? And how do I treat myself if I don't follow this expectation? Our high expectations of ourselves doesn't encourage trust. In ourselves. We aren't going to be very kind to ourselves if we don't follow these expectations and get them quote unquote right. My clients tell me all the time that they wish they could just trust themselves to go to the party and not overeat the chips and salsa, but they can't. I know. Do you know why? Because when you go to the party and you eat the chips and salsa, number one, You aren't being honest with yourself as to why you're eating them. And number two, you then beat the holy crap out of yourself with the story that you tell about overeating and how worthless you are because you did. And number three, you let yourself go into victim land and depression about being the size and the weight that you are. And the only way that you feel better is to lay around, 
disconnect, sleep, and you guessed it, eat. No wonder you don't trust yourself. If you were in any other relationship where these three things were commonplace, we would all tell you that you were in an abusive relationship, right? Are these expectations or manual items helping you progress or are they actually the biggest reason that you're stuck? So here is the thing. You are in a relationship with you. When you make a mistake, how do you treat you? When you ate more chips and salsa at that party than you wanted to, how do you treat you? When you don't stay on your protocol for whatever day or a week like you've planned, how do you treat you? When the scale is up in the morning or the scale doesn't go down, how do you treat you? What is the things that are in your mind that you say to yourself? This actually matters, you guys. If you want to trust yourself, you have to understand that the way you talk to yourself after you've had a misstep is what creates trust. Your expectations can be useful when they're used as a guide to give you direction. But when they're used to punish or shame you, then it's not helpful and it's actually eroding your self-esteem. If you have a firm belief in your character, in your strength, in your truth, that you can achieve whatever you put your mind to, how will you be talking to yourself? Maybe the number on the scale that you have in your manual isn't realistic for you right now. Maybe the season of your life warrants a few extra pounds because you want to spend your time on something else other than weight loss. This doesn't mean that you'll never spend the time on weight loss. It just simply means that your priorities are different right now. Maybe your priority is having babies. Maybe you're in the having baby stage of your life. Maybe you're in the stage and the season of your life where you have little kids and you're running around like a chicken with your head cut off because you have three or four kids and they all have a different schedule and they're going here and they're going there and you're just running, 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 trying to keep everyone alive and you don't have time or energy to go to the gym or to, you know, cook healthy meals all day long because you're in the car all day right? Maybe that's the season of life that you're in. That's okay. Set a date in six months and revisit to see if you're ready to tackle that. Then use your brain to focus on what's priority for now. Use your brain and make it decide what is the priority right now. Is it realistic for you to focus on losing 50 pounds in six weeks? Is that realistic for what your priority is and for the season of life that you're in? Now, I'm not saying, well, it's not priority to lose 50 pounds in six weeks, so out the window it goes. We're just going to eat cheese balls all day. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is maybe you want to work on losing 50 pounds and maybe this month's goal is two. Two pounds. Not 10 this month. Two. Two is doable for a month. 
if your priorities are not 100% weight loss, right? There are lots of options between hardcore dieting and complete apathy, eat cheese balls. So don't allow your brain to go there. Your brain's going to want to do extremes. Either I'm going to lose 50 pounds in six weeks, or I'm going to sit around and eat cheese balls. There's lots of options in between. Okay. Make your brain find ways to stay healthy without extremes or complete laziness. You can do it. I promise. So here's another example. When you yelled at your kids after you had a long day, how did you treat you? The real issue is probably, I don't want to yell at my kids when I'm tired, when I've had stress in my life, when I'm making dinner. Isn't that closer to the truth than I don't want to yell at my kids or I always yell at my kids? I'm never kind to my kids the truth is probably closer to, I'm not very kind to my kids when I'm stressed. I'm not very kind to my kids when I'm really tired, right? It's not a blanket. I'm tired of yelling at my kids and I just don't ever want to yell at my kids again, right? So isn't it interesting that we create these rules that set us up to feel negative emotion instead of something wonderful? We have expectations of ourselves, and if we don't follow it, we shame ourselves. This is why we can't trust ourselves, because we are so mean to ourselves if we mess up, or if we decide to just not do it today. We don't trust ourselves because we don't have our own backs. Expectations can be useful when they're used as a guide to give us direction. But when they're used to punish or shame ourselves, that's not useful and that's not helpful, right? If you don't do the job of trusting in yourself, no one's ever going to do that job for you. Trusting yourself is an inside job and it's really just the story that you tell yourself. That's where it starts. You can change that story one line at a time, one expectation at a time. So take a look at the expectations and the manual items and decide if it's really realistic to hold yourself to those manual items. And if you don't reach it, how do you want to treat yourself? When you start to acknowledge the things that you do well and start treating yourself with some respect when you mess up, you will begin to trust yourself. That's what this is all about. You will know that if you make a mistake, that you won't beat yourself up to the point that you disconnect from the world and eat chocolate all day. Instead of telling yourself that you're a failure and then hiding from your life, you'll begin to understand that failures are just lessons. And you can take that lesson and do better next time. This is what failing forward is. Learning to trust yourself in the process, right? You can do this, you guys. Trusting yourself is simply knowing that when you mess up, you're not going to beat yourself up. Just deciding. If I mess up, it means I'm learning. And it's okay. 
I will figure out what it is that I can do better and I'll do better next time. And I have my own back and I'm not going to beat myself up over it. I'm not going to berate myself and be so hard on myself. I'm going to have my own back and I'm going to, I'm going to be human. And I'm going to know that when we make mistakes, it's just an opportunity for us to learn. Because when you are so hard on yourself, you don't want to do the things that bring you happiness and joy. You want to soothe yourself. Think about when you get yelled at, when someone's yelling at you. You don't really want to be motivated to do things with that person, do fun things with that person, do things that would, you know, you can accomplish things together with that person. You kind of want to get away from them, right? You want to get away from the person that's yelling at you. And then you usually go do something. If you have a weight issue, then you usually soothe yourself with food. You go get a treat. You go get a drink. You, you know, have whatever food that you have to soothe yourself. That's the only reason you're doing it is to soothe yourself. And we soothe ourselves from the things that we tell ourselves. And we soothe ourselves from the things that other people tell us because of what we make that mean about ourselves. So having the ability to trust yourself is just having the ability to decide that when you make a mistake, you're not going to beat yourself up. You're not going to be so hard on yourself. When the scale is up, you're not going to tell yourself you're worthless. You're not going to say, this isn't working. I can't do this those types of things. You are going to, before you step on the scale, you're going to have your own back. No matter what the scale says, I am a good person. I will figure this out. It's just information. It doesn't hold my worth. Those kinds of things. When you have that kind of stuff going on in your mind, that will bring trust to yourself. Okay. That's what I have for you guys today. I opened up a new program. It's called eight pounds down in eight weeks and it's open right now. I'm enrolling people. It's you can join right now. So let's just start with eight pounds in this program. We're going to bring all of those expectations, those big, scary expectations of losing 50 pounds or hundred pounds or whatever it is. We're just going to focus on eight. We're just going to bring it down. We're just going to focus on eight pounds. And I'm going to teach you some things that I've learned on my own journey with losing weight. And trusting yourself is key. And I'm going to help you trust yourself around food. Okay, go to the link in the podcast. I'll link it in the podcast notes. Or you can go to sherrybrazier.com forward slash eight dash LBS for pounds dash in dash eight dash weeks. So just put a dash in between eight pounds in eight weeks. Okay. And sign up there to learn more. We are going to start June 2nd. So you don't have a ton of time to get signed up. So go now and I will see you there. Thanks guys. Have a good week. Bye for now.